This is 90.5 WKHS Wharton, streaming at WKHSradio.org, community-connected student public radio. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andre Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT Next Generation Scholars. I am very excited for our guest on the show today. We have Erica Osterhout, who is the Branch Executive Director of the YMCA right here in Kent County. Thank you for coming on the show, Erica. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. So it's definitely a hot topic in the area right now. When did the new facility open? So our grand opening for members was January 8th of this year. January 8th. So a few months. And how have the first few months been of the new facility? Uh, A very rewarding but wild ride. Yeah. Um, We've experienced a ton of growth and have um, really filled the space of that great big building and are expanding daily. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. It's such a great thing for for Kent County to have. It's awesome. One of the things that we like to do on this show is sort of take a professional journey. So I want to talk all about the YMCA, but I also want to talk about you. Yeah. <laughs> so we we like to talk about one of the things that I think is important for students, but also for community members to hear is that, you know, there's no one perfect right way to to approach a career, right? There's no um, direct path. And sometimes you even didn't know a certain job existed before you were in it, right? Sometimes like titles, you're like, that's a job. I remember we took a group of students to visit um, Dixon on a career fair a couple years ago. And the students were like, you can get paid to do that? That's so cool. (laughs) Um, So one of the things that we like to do is just sort of start, go way back to high school and think about, Erica sitting in junior year or senior year, what was going through your mind? What did you think you wanted to pursue? Um, um, that's actually kind of an easy one in my case. Um, I was always really interested in sports and yeah. fitness, and I walk these halls right here in Kent County. Yeah. Um, and um, so through sport and conditioning class and things, I kind of knew I wanted to go down the fitness road. Uh-huh. Um, I also experienced some injuries at an early age um, playing soccer right out here on this field. And so that kind of pushed me towards physical therapy. Okay. Uh, I spent a lot of time with those folks, um, fortunately and unfortunately. And so that really was my first thought of what I wanted to do when I, quote unquote, grew up. Yeah. Um, and so uh, staying locally, because I had young siblings, I was exploring schools in Maryland and um, fell in love with Salisbury University. Mm-hmm. And uh, ironically, um, made it through five uh, changes in my major, in my plans. And oh, so wow. I hear that five changes. <laughs> five changes. Absolutely. And it was really just kind of discovering what I liked, didn't like, how I evolved as a young adult. Um, and so I was pre-med to go down the physical therapy road and um, realized that that wasn't really my my specialty. I didn't really care for the clinic and the hospital angle of, of PT. Yeah. Um, it can be great, um, but I just realized that it wasn't for me. So I explored athletic training. Uh-huh. I explored outdoor education. Um, that really won't work for someone that's afraid of the dark or creepy crawly things. Oh my, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of camping and, and good things. It was a, that was a great experience as well. And I really realized that I enjoyed leading people. And so I, I, you know, finding that on the starting at the soccer field and then kind of being a leader and being a big sister, um, I wanted to be a leader again. And so I started to explore business. Um, Ultimately, I stuck with my 
core passion of exercise science, picked up a business minor, and I was heading out into the workforce um, in 2008 and was planning oh, to, to jump right into 2008. <laughs> what a time. What a time. <laughs> um, so stayed down in Salisbury. I just I really enjoyed it there and um, started working for uh, this um, individual owner of a, a, you know, had turf and did some personal training and things. Um, but the bills were coming soon. Mm-hmm. And the the money wasn't coming in fast enough. And so I thought, well, this is exactly why I gave myself that pad of having business. So I explored Enterprise Rent-A-Car, which Mm -hmm. at that young age, they had great training programs. And um, I really kind of bought into the the overall big picture there and climbed the ranks through management. Um, I ended up traveling across the bridge and found myself missing the land of pleasant living back here and wanted to get back to home. Um, so moved home in 2011 and actually started inside sales, um, project management and account executive, ultimately traveling and working with some big pharma companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the itch came back around for fitness. And so I thought, well, I'll start training my my colleagues, my peers, my friends, um, and reimmerse myself into this industry. And that evolved to part-time work over at the old Ken Athletic Center. Mm-hmm. Which then led to <laughs> evolving my career and letting me get back into management within the fitness industry. Um, and uh, the very fast and real story is that the why came in and we became a why. I embraced that culture and made my way to where I am today. Yeah. Wow. So kind of had this, uh, there's so much to unpack there. That's yes. such a great, a great career. So f- up to this point, right? So had this idea of something within the sports, wellness, fitness world kind of took a couple of left turns, but similar, similar, right? Like working with people, helping people, sales, that kind of thing, and came back to now being branch executive director at the YMCA. Yeah, absolutely. Some of those old jobs really, um, you know, those old career paths, you work with individuals, it is sales, it's customer service, and you Mm -hmm. really find out who you are as, um, as an individual in any industry. And so, even back in sales, it was about building relationships for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the old ABC, you know. Um, always, always be closing. <laughs> always be closing. It was more of how can I truly help you, and that that still exists for me today in how I work with the folks that I have the pleasure of dealing with on the daily. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know anybody that I speak with that has interactions with you, just they're, they're like, she's so professional and just so great to work with. So that's good to have that kind of maintained throughout your whole whole career and has definitely helped you get where you are. So that's awesome and inspiring, I think, for students to hear that story of, you know, I you wanted to do a little bit of like self soul searching, right? Like I like being a leader. I like working with people. I like helping. I wanted to find my way back to fitness. And I think we have a lot of seniors right now thinking about what impact am I going to have or what position exists for me or what's going to be my next step. And I know certainly from the last couple of weeks working with students, they're having second thoughts. They're (laughs) thinking hard about, am I sure I want to do that? But Sometimes it's just about about going for it, right? Like just taking the leap. Like, let me go try it. Absolutely. You said it right. I made a couple of left turns and, and U-turns. and <laughs> U-turns. Yeah. Every which way. Um, and if I had to give myself advice in those years, I would have utilized counselors more. Yeah. Um, I was the first in my family to go to college. And so I headed down to Salisbury with kind of like, a, I'll do this myself and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Which is really utilizing resources. 
um, I might have been able to cut one of those turns out and have a, a faster track. Um, but it wouldn't have made you who you are, you know? It's yep. important to have all of those different building blocks because I'm sure whatever industry you work at, you're going to pull pieces either of yourself and, like, your own development or, well, you know, back at Enterprise, we did it this way. Could we try this and see how that might work? It's a totally different business model, but there's got to be something that worked there that can work here kind of thing, you know? Absolutely. It's sort of core values. Yeah. And your company can tell you what your core values are, but more importantly, if you can self-discover what those core values are, you're going to succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's ooh, that's quite a career journey. And I didn't realize that we, we graduated college at the same time, which was just a very, any job that had openings was like, yes, I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> job with benefits. Got it. Let's go. <laughs> um, so a lot of, I know a lot of my peers kind of fell into different roles they didn't expect because we were just looking for anything at that time. Um, but lots of good things have come. I feel like we're a very resilient group, right? That, that gear. <laughs> so, okay. So we, we did kind of like a, a professional journey. That's one of the things that I love to do with our, our guests, but let's bring it back to present day. So tell us more about your role with the YMCA. So I know the new facility has just opened, but you were working for them previously at the old location. Um, has your role kind of changed? Are you kind of building the plane as you're flying it? Like what's, what's, uh, what's involved in your role right now? Yeah. Um, that, that's all a big question to unpack as well. So, um, you know, when I first came back and got into the fitness field in, um, in a full-time lead position as a program director, which is where many of these careers start, um, and you're responsible for identifying who you're working with, what's needed, and my trajectory for the previous business before the Y came in um, was very similar to be able to utilize all of the, the um, past experience that I had and ambitions to get to this role. So um, to answer the question, when we became a Y of January 1 of 20, um, you know, the, the Y culture was brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, it, of course, it's everyone knows the song and knows that it's a national organization, unrelated, by the way. Um, <laughs> I know nobody realizes that, but they're not. <laughs> um, and so it was a lot of really understanding the full culture. And that was honestly, truly easy to do because my team and myself, we really already had those core values. So it was so unique to go to a nonprofit. And I truly think, think if you asked me when I was 16, what's it mean to work for a nonprofit? I'm thinking, well, you don't get paid. Right. Yes. Yes. It's a really, you know, um, it's a misconception there. And so we spent some time with folks that had already been running wise. And of course our leadership team, the total sum of years that they have an experience with the Y is, is really beautiful. In fact, most of um, the folks that I work with have been, they were Y campers and mm-hmm. then they were camp leaders and really just truly evolved. So um, as you said well earlier that my path got me to where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it, I think that when you embrace the culture, it really doesn't matter when you immerse yourself. Um, and so with the Y, becoming the branch executive was um, incredibly exciting and thrilling. Yeah. And there also is often this thought, am I doing enough? And, mm. you know, are we are we serving to the full potential? Um, and with this really incredible growth period, and of course, you know, we were a Y when we went through COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. In fact, it was two and a half months in, some of the best and worst timing because we are that much more resilient. We've experienced the different challenges and we have this incredible opportunity um, in this in this building and in our people. So we've grown our team. We've grown our membership base by, um, you know, thousands. We, we wow. were G-force growth, which is incredible. And now really 
we want to learn everyone's name. We want to yes. connect them to a program and give them a sense of belonging. Um, and so it's been a wild ride. Um, and we have a lot kind of we, an eager appetite for things that are coming up. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I know it's it's definitely a lot of the, the businesses that I've I've talked with that started during COVID were like, you know, we just kept going one day at a time <laughs> and just making building relationships. That was like the biggest thing, I think, just trying to keep building relationships, understanding people, getting to know their needs, their names. And those are the ones that are thriving right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, lots of things, lots of things. So what are some projects that you're working on right now or what's occupying most of your time right now? Um, so we are really gearing up for our first summer camp experience oh, there yes. in the new building. Summer is coming. Summer <laughs> is is almost here. And um, we, you know, we were able to run a really successful program last year. And this year will obviously look a bit different um, and different in much more variety. Uh, we'll have specialty camps. We have um, really just this beautiful summer laid out. And so that's taking up a lot of real estate just to make sure that we execute that really well make sure everyone has a really great time and work on all of that curriculum. Um, we, we do a lot with seniors and special populations as well. So we have outreach programs mm-hmm. um, such as Enhanced Fitness, which is targeted towards seniors with our, you know, we work through their arthritis pain and kind of work on fall prevention and balance. Um, Live Strong is a program for a cancer survivor of any state. And um, really, for me, that gives... Um, a commonality to the group, and then we take them through this wide journey uh, that may expose them to different types of group exercise or how to work out and um, talk to a lymphedema specialist and really just kind of tailor to that population that's wondering how to take control of their physical health again. Mm, That's important. Um, And then lastly, a a really special program that we were able to bring to the Y December um, of 2021 is Rocksteady Boxing. Yeah. So that helps folks fight Parkinson's. That's awesome. Um, so those those three core outreach programs are a big part of what we do on the daily, gearing up for summer camp. Of course, we are a nonprofit, and with all of these uh, greater needs for our community to get everyone through the door that wants to be there. Um, so fundraising mm. is a huge, a huge um, learn, and that's a new piece of the Y culture um, that I would say that we've embraced. We're, we're really kind of we realize what we're doing it for, mm-hmm. you know, when we are able to build these case studies and we see these families that are coming in and thriving that otherwise might not be able to be there. Right. Um, and as someone that grew up in this town, we have things to do for the teens and really for for families. And we're just still kind of expanding and the pool is entirely new to us. Yeah. And it's it's the first thing you see when you walk through the front door. Um, you're, you've got eyes on this beautiful pool. And so we will expand into water safety programming and hopefully tons of beautiful partnerships, whether it be with the school system, the hospitals, et cetera. So there's, we've got a big appetite. There's a lot yeah. to accomplish. That's amazing. And uh, coming from your perspective as somebody who grew up here, right? It's huge. That's a huge opportunity and a huge just building these connections and, and building a place for people to go. That's so awesome. I'm sure every, do you, I just feel like maybe some, if you ever lose sight, maybe some days just walking in be like, we did this, like we're doing this. This is something that's, you know, helping the, the Kent County community and, and really transforming lives. Not to be like sappy, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the running joke is it sounds cheesy, but it's real cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like we mean it. I love that. <laughs> sounds cheesy, but it's real. I love that. Um, so lots of lots of important things happening and, and just go, go, go mode, right? Now, when, now, very important question and something that I've been talking a lot with my seniors. Um, when do you take time for you <laughs> and how do you do that? 
It's a great question. Um, it is incredibly important and honestly probably something that most of us could improve upon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's just setting your, your, your calendar. Be really diligent with the calendar. Like, hey, I'm going to cut out right here and this is whether I'm paddle boarding or I'm going to my niece's t-ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the work that we do is, is nonstop. Yes. And you could, you could work all day, all night. You truly could. Yeah. You truly could. So I think it's having real discussions with yourself and your family, whoever your support group is, um, to try to really find that balance. And it, it's not easy, yeah. especially when you really have eyes on the big picture and the vision, like you, you got to kind of look away and recharge when you can. Yeah. Do you have a, a professional network that you can reach out to? Like, are the the YMCA's of the Chesapeake all connected in some particular way? Or how do you, is there like a, on your level that you can reach out to people just to vent or talk or, hey, what did you do about this kind of thing? Yeah, so that's a the beautiful part of the global organization. So YUSA, um, and we have this online platform where you can connect and it's, um, in fact, there's a women's group and there's a lean in circle. Oh, cool. So, um, so yes, those opportunities exist. And so it really depends on what you need as an individual and as a, an executive in the role, whether I am, you know, kind of shouting a hand, you know, raising a hand over to a peer, mm-hmm. Hey, let's grab lunch and see what you're going through, what I'm going through. And, um, you know, not reinvent the wheel because yes. if someone's having success, we share that success, which is incredible. Um, and if you need to really kind of pluck yourself away from that environment, then the Y has resources. And of course, our town has done a great job in the past with, you know, women's groups or support and, and connecting with peers. So it's out there. I think if you are seeking that that level of um, either recharge or connection or, or like you said, venting, um, yeah. then it, you can find it. You just need to have that self-awareness to know that that's what you're looking for. Yeah, that's awesome. That's nice to be tied into like a bigger organization. But you were kind of saying before we got on the, the show, you also get a chance to sort of run it in the way that makes sense for Kitt County, right? So there's the bigger organization that you can kind of lean into, but there's particular things for Kitt County. How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the saying is, if you've seen one why, you've seen one why. Mm. We are each a little bit unique in that we're the front porch of our community and each community looks just a little bit different. Yeah. You know, whether we've, we've got all this wonderful water around and we have a senior population and, you know, we have just the one high school. And um, so we really get to, and, and myself and my team, we get to sort of make these calls on our programs. What do we want to do? And it's it's truly, we start internally and mm-hmm. vet it through the group and make sure that everything makes sense and aligns with the mission. And obviously, most commonly, that does because we're mission-driven um, and, and it works out. It, it is very unique. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so neat. It's such a great thing to have right here in our backyard. I'm particularly interested in what how high school students can get involved. Like what... I mean, there's summer programming, you were saying. What other opportunities are there for high school students? Yeah, so anyone that is interested, I will say that we have a mentoring sort of philosophy within our specific why there um, in Chestertown. Um, There are volunteer opportunities where you might actually be able to go and insert yourself into, let's say, the Live Strong program. If if that that is calling to you, um, we kind of, again, get to know the individual, what is driving you, um, and point them in the right direction. We have um, our first interns this year, um, and those two individuals are blossoming truly in their senior year and headed off to wonderful schools. Um, And they've worked with us for a little over a year now and have just truly picked up on a lot of these core value skills that are going to serve them in their future. Um, Summer camp is huge. We need more counselors. Um, We're also looking for folks to come by and 
you know, maybe run like a, a little basketball drill. You know, we don't cool. have to the low hanging fruit. Like if you're super passionate about tap dancing, we would, we would talk about it and yeah. you could potentially come in and, and do something with tap. You know, we, we do background checks on all of our volunteers. Um, child safety is absolutely number one, but they need unique exposures. Mm-hmm. It, you know, not every child is going to fit into i uh, I'll do basketball or I'll do soccer. Maybe it's something more creative than that. And, um, that again, that's the, the uniqueness in whatever, why, you know, whatever, programs we want to run out of our Y. Yeah. So far, I mean, I know the Y has existed before the new building, but with the new building and resources and spaces, are you seeing like anything trending? Like, oh, everybody's really interested in pickleball or whatever it might be. Yeah, I know that's a big one. <laughs> I watched your mouth start yep. to, to, to say that word and I'm like, pickleball. Yeah. Um, pickleball is an incredible sort um, sport, the fastest growing. And for me, when I'm describing it to someone um, that has no exposure is, it's kind of a great equalizer yeah. in terms of your demographic, your age. It is, um, it's just, it doesn't matter who you're playing on the other side with. It's almost, I also say it's like ping pong expanded Yeah. Um, because I'm not a tennis player. So it, it's, it's a combination of tennis, um, badminton, and ping pong. Mm-hmm. And so we have six beautiful courts on a very open, exposed um, gymnasium floor. And we've held a pickleball tournament. Mm-hmm. We have Healthy Kids Day coming up this Saturday and we'll have um, teens playing pickleball and going through an agility course. We actually are partnering with the um, fire volunteer fire company and they'll bring over a truck and send some firefighters over. And so those types of things that we can do and kind of call on the resources that our own town has is, um, is pretty special. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. And for volunteering, for interning, for working, lots of opportunities for youth in the in the county, which is awesome. And Absolutely. mentoring, just how to grow and even just getting connected to individuals like you or others who, who work there. What is their story? How did they get to where they are? I find, especially here in, in, in King County High School, those conversations are just gold for the students to realize like, okay, there are other people like I can I can do things. I can, you know, I can have dreams. I can reach them. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's very cool. Yeah. I I remember thinking that when I was, when I was younger, if someone spoke kindly Mm -hmm. and was receptive to me as a young adult, then I wanted to kind of formulate that relationship. And that building is full of wonderful people um, that kids could connect with no matter what walk of life. Yeah. That's awesome. So great. So we kind of talked a little bit about advice, but what advice would you share with someone who might want to pursue a, a path working in the fitness industry or wellness industry, or um, maybe this is a two-part, or maybe even climbing the ranks and becoming manager or a leader, or director, or something like that within that industry? What would you What would you recommend? Um, to summarize, just don't hold yourself back. You mm. have to pursue the opportunities, whether that's um, as a young, young adult uh, going through leadership and training or just getting into the building and at seeing it go down, asking to be a part of the really fun things and maybe the challenging things like um, the, the hard conversations and really get someone that's going to be honest and paint the picture of what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you, if you look back on your past, the history of making it through is 100 percent, right? Because you're yeah. sitting here today. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so um, just immerse yourself into those different fields. Um, had I not being a patient, but let's flash back to the physical therapy days. I was a patient. I love the attention. I love the hard work that I had to go through, the reward from them. Had I put myself on the other side of that 
and worked with other clientele, I may have had a much bigger picture and saved myself maybe two major changes and a little bit of uh, bio yeah. <laughs> in oh my school. Gosh. Did you have to take organic chemistry? No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually the, that's, I know from uh, students that, um, where I went to school that, the, the organic chemistry was the breaker of, yep, I'm going to pursue pre-med or nope, not doing this. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it, fitness too is so glamorized mm-hmm. and it's about the aesthetics in, in most of the mainstream media and things. And um, I would say that if that's your number one driver, you probably should just really invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, and But if you can see the good in helping someone else or that longevity goal um, how it makes someone feel or how it m- helps them kind of combat what they're going through in their regular life. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you have that appetite, you definitely want to immerse yourself in fitness. Um, and you can have a really strong, successful career as the, the doer, the, wor- the personal trainer. Um, mm-hmm. But if you find that you enjoy kind of having that team, you can really branch out to the leadership position and just kind of, if you're a visionary, you can see the big picture, the ultimate goal. Um, just get exposure into each of these fields and yeah. even and jump into fitness. Likewise, pop mm-hmm. over to a vet and see like, hey, what does this look like? Because there's crossover in the way that you care, in the way that you communicate. And um, yeah, just put yourself out there. Yeah. Now, um, that's great advice um, for you. Is it do you find yourself ever missing like or, or you teach some classes, too, right? I do. You um you are talking to what my morning was all about. Um, I do still teach not as much as I would like. Yeah. Um, and that is actually a really hard line for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I still teach hit. I love to personal train. I walk on the floor and be like, Hey, just fix your seat. And I can't, I can't pull myself <laughs> like, wait, away from, stop. <laughs> yeah, from the physicality of it. And, um, but, but I'm, I'm still exposed to that environment. And I think that the worst thing I could do for myself is to kind of drop a, a net over top. Mm-hmm. I think that I have to do what I'm passionate about. So I'm not going to give up on the group fitness um, experience. It's just, it's been a wild four months, but it's only been four months right now. Right. You know that yeah. everything is kind of flipped upside down. So I think it's just prioritizing, um, continue to do what you're really passionate about. And mm-hmm. there's nothing better than looking at 30 people sweating and smiling and thriving because of you at the front of the room. It's a yeah. really, it's a challenging role, but it's an incredibly rewarding uh, role. Yeah. My favorite are like the eyes of like, I don't like you right now. I'm yes. Like, oh yeah. Just wait 30 minutes. You will. <laughs> that exactly. was the greatest thing ever. Why did I, why did I ever doubt? <laughs> as soon as those endorphins hit, you're on and up. Um, so we are actually expanding to um, carrying the Les Mills platform. Oh wow. And That's body, great. body pump is my is my current like? I, am I gonna go or not go? And I'm doing it. I know. I was. I was thinking like I. I. I, I feel body pump. Like you. You can kind of after you've done it for so long, you can kind of pair somebody to what group fitness class, and you're like, you would really enjoy X, Y, or Z or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. That's course. exciting. That's so exciting. Some more new things. Lots of new things coming. Yeah. Always something new. But Always. that's that's important to remember. Like even and and truthfully, like that's something um, when I worked in admissions and financial aid at um, my alma mater, it was the more you developed as a leader and grew, the less interaction you had with students. And I stopped liking it because of that. And you have to like be very, it has to be very, a very conscious effort of, I'm still going to get into that group X studio. I'm still going to get into an interview. I would, I would like take the 8.30 AM interviews from people like, I'll take your 8.30 AM interview. Like I'll, I'll meet with this student. That's fine. Like you go do what you need to do. Just cause I was like, I want to talk to a kid. Like <laughs> this is what we're here for. You have to remember your why, right? You have to remember 
what it is that you what got you there to begin with absolutely yeah yeah I love that this is so great I'm uh, I want to put you in front of students (laughs) so hold on to that Um, speaking of students what advice so there are students that are I'm I'm working um, with sophomores and juniors right now that are just getting started or really chomping at the bit my sophomores are so future like forward thinking they're already like can I apply to college now and I'm like no, <laughs> not yet. They're not ready for you, but you can go visit. So what advice do you have for, for them just getting started with their career or their future in general? Or what do you wish you would have known? Uh, okay, so... <laughs> all of the things. All, all of the things. Um, I wish I had expanded more into scholarships. Mm. Um, do you hear that? Scholarship, mm. scholarship. <laughs> Connect with folks like the Legion and different nonprofits yeah. and foundations. Um, these people want to see you succeed, and there's always this big sense of hometown pride. You're mm-hmm. kind of leaving money on the table if you don't share who you are and what you want to do um, with, with them, and then they'll become invested in you. Um, I think on the on the flip side of that, write down what you're enjoying and what you think you want to pursue now and watch it evolve. Yeah. Once you put yourself out in those situations, like whether you're interning or um, just sitting down like this and having a conversation with someone that is in a role that you don't quite understand. Does a nonprofit mean no money? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it does not. <laughs> um, and, and so those would be the two things that I would just harp on is connect, get other people invested in your success. Um, and that can be in, on any level, whether it's a conversation or putting yourself out there. Yeah. I love that. I, I like the idea of, you know, making those, we are, we're all about connections. Our favorite words at MBRT are connection and opportunity. Those are our two like big things. So any guest that ever comes on, we're like ringing bells, like yes, connections, make the connections, look at those opportunities. Um, right now we're, we're still kind of working with seniors on the scholarship piece. There's a, there are a lot of very, you know, generous organizations in the area, like you said, that want to see a student from here thrive in their future. So just making sure you're putting yourself in the pathway to accept all of those great things. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, any final words of wisdom or anything that you want to call attention to projects that you're working on or anything coming up at the, at the Y? Yeah. Um, we, there's always going to be something for everybody. So when, if you're in any way interested, just connect with us and Hey, this is what's going on these couple of months. Um, you know, we'll be heading into our first Turkey trot in this new building. We're going to really expand that program. Um, that's our big Thanksgiving event. Um, once we get through summer, you know, we're kind of in, partnership mode of how can we connect with the school system and you'll hear us talk about really serving the kids as as much as we can because they need these opportunities and connections to connect ah ding 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 gold star <laughs> um and uh, and I, I did mention that we have this incredible senior population and getting to know these individuals um really has just enriched my life and that's just me working with maybe 20 of them there's so much knowledge and wealth and i think that one unique part about me is I knew that I wasn't going to be grown until I was in my 30s and know myself. And it has been incredibly true that yeah. your 20s are hard. These sophomores, <laughs> I love the appetite. Mm-hmm. Don't let it beat you down. Life, yes. life um, definitely throws its curveballs and um, it's you, you have to become that really resilient person and um, have that great internal dialogue, which is it's not an easy skill to to master. So put good intention back inward. 
That's awesome. Thank you so much. This has been incredible. I'm sure we'll be in touch for a part two at some point, maybe. Yeah. And and talking about some connections and opportunities we can make with with students at Cake County High School. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, it was great being here. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. And we will be back with another episode of College and Career Corner next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Until then, bye.